Ben. Ben, what's up? How are we doing tonight? Doing pretty well. Doing pretty well. You know, uh, the, the B words clinched the division title last week, so it was a fun week down here in Atlanta. Getting ready for playoffs uh, now. So. Evan, first off, congrats on the division pennant. Yeah, it's huge. That's a that's a big. You you started working for the B words, and then they and then, made and then the they postseason. Won their fourth straight division title. <laughs> Evan, <laughs> if we can talk more about this. We can talk more about this off air, but um, what are what 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 was what was clinch party like? Clinch party was great. Yeah, went back up to the office, like just drank a lot with my coworkers. Uh, went out. We had like a company wide party that like randomly some players showed up at, so that was hilarious. <laughs> nice. But uh, yeah, it was it was a great time. I like that. I like that. And I like saying we can talk more about it off air, you know, like I get like the juicy details, you know. Man, I, not that this team is going to win the World Series because we're almost certainly not, but I can't even imagine what the party would be like then because like this was just a division title, something that has happened again for four consecutive years in this office. But man, the World Series, like all bets are off. So what was, what was the ratio like at this office party? You mean men to women? Yeah. Like, I don't know, roughly 50-50. Like, when you go oh. into the broader office, there are women there. Like, base, like, Baseball Village, no women at all. Like, two women in the entire place. But you get, you get on, into, like, accounting, then it's like, oh, we got some diversity here. It's good. That's where they try to make up for the lack of gender <laughs> diversity in the actual baseball. Absolutely. Yeah. Ops. Yeah. Well, it was, yeah. A, it was a big week in fantasy, too, Ben. You see it was a big week. Good segue. <laughs> Yeah, now now we're getting into the the meat of the season. Kind of the standings are kind of starting to take form. And Ben, we still have three undefeated teams in Shaver Bowl, which is, is this exciting. the year? Yeah. Well, so the the one thing working against this being the year we get someone going undefeated is that there's one extra week of the regular season. So someone's going to have to go fourteen and zero, which would be very impressive. Uh, but hey, it would need to be someone. It would need to be someone who plays Tony twice. <laughs> that would be helpful. Yeah, I mean. The way we're doing week 14, just for those of you who you know haven't been keeping up, is uh, but are also listening to this podcast, our uh, week week 14 will be playing uh, the number one team versus the number 14 team, two versus 13, and so on. So you do get kind of an easier last game of the regular season if you're undefeated. Uh, that would be nice. It probably won't be Tony this year from from what we're seeing right now. So that's true. Tony Tony's team's actually solid. Tony's team is in playoff position right now. Um, but yeah, I wanted to shout out the three undefeated teams. We got Joe, Tom, and Andrew undefeated, and I wanted to uh, call out the two winless teams. Also, kind of a lot for this point of the season. Tim and Nick still winless. Uh, weird year for for Tim, especially. We'll, we'll talk about it. But uh, I, I I I, nar- I narrowly escaped. Oh yeah, <laughs> you could have very easily been in that in that group I just mentioned. So uh, yeah, man, it's a. Uh, Exciting to see stuff kind of take form here. That man, it is fun here soon, Ben. Just I, so this this is mostly when this is mostly when it was sixteen games. I like to split the NFL season into quarters. I you know I don't think I don't really think you can make any judgment calls about the NFL season until uh, after week four because that was always like you're a quarter of the way through the season. You know you kind of got your bearings. You know you've. You played probably a couple of good teams, a couple of bad teams, you know. And I just, I think four, four games is like a nice, clean, I always love the post-week four standings. They're always so aesthetically pleasing. Yeah, uh-huh. And, but before you get any bye weeks, everyone's played the same number of games. Yeah, it's, it's good. It's good. 
I remember um, a couple of years ago, one of my um, college friends was kind of getting back into baseball. Uh, and I remember having to counsel him, like, with baseball, you don't really care about where you're at in the standings for the first couple months of the year. You only care about your team, right? So, so long as your team is winning, like, it doesn't matter if somebody else is winning, like, the same as you. It's just like, well, as long as everything in your house is in order, like, you can think about standings in the second half of the season. And I think fantasy football is kind of the same way, where, like, as long as your team is doing okay and, you know, you're pulling down 90 or more points every week, like, it's okay to start off, like, one and three, even, uh, like, like Noah's team that we'll talk about. Like, so long as you're comfortable that you're on the right path. But at this point, after, like, week four, even now it's going to start to get, like, well, I need to start winning games, even if they're ugly, even if I don't feel awesome about my team every week. Like, wins are huge. So excited to get to that point of the year. Now that we're in October, it's time. Yeah. I for sure, I for sure agree. I I love October. I love this time of year. October is the best weather month, and it's not even close. Don't don't at me. In my um, opinion, it's September, but I'll I'll accept October. That's a reasonable answer. Um. All right, Evan, you want to get you want to get started on this? Yeah. Let's uh let's let's rip through the games here. Um. First one I've got is Andrew versus Henry. Um. Andrew moved yep. into four and zero in this one, one hundred and two to seventy six over Henry, who falls to one and three. Uh, Andrew's team, although he did he, he renamed his team to Kyler, which is pretty funny. Hmm. Uh, but it yeah. wasn't just Kyler Murray this week. Kyler was fine, scored twenty two points, but Andrew also got double digits. DK Metcalf, Amari Cooper, Jonathan Taylor. Baltimore defense was good. Like all around, it was a really solid week for him. Very very high floor for all of his guys. Yeah. Um, sorry, I lost his, I lost this matchup. I got distracted. Uh, and now I'm in week five. Oh yeah, I clicked on DJ Chark. That's how I got misplaced. So, um, DJ Chark is not on Andrew's team. Sorry. Um, yeah, Andrew obviously had a a really good week. I like the double tight end flex. Um, oh, I didn't excuse. No, no, that wasn't Andrew. What are you oh looking God! At? Am I st- am I am I still in the wrong? Yeah, I'm still in the wrong spot. I'm <laughs> sorry. I'm trying to figure my shit out. Um. Oh yeah. Uh. Chuba. Chuba Hubbard. Chuba Hubbard. Chuba. Chuba. We're going with Chuba. Chuba like Chuba. Yep. Nice week from Chuba. Fifty-seven yards rushing. Yeah, it definitely uh, wasn't like uh like an incredible week from Hubbard. Like I think it would have been foolish to expect like anything like McCaffrey. When- no. McCaffrey's replacement, but you know he got 15 touches um, for 71 yards, so definitely nothing to sneeze at. And that with that kind of workload, you know he's going to score a touchdown here um, if McCaffrey's out for another couple of games. So did you see Sam Darnold is the, or maybe you told me this. I told Darnold this, is yeah. Dar- Darnold's leading the league in rushing touchdowns. Yes, <laughs> just as we all suspected. Well, I think um, I don't think McCaffrey had scored one. Like, I don't think McCaffrey had scored a touchdown at all. Or maybe he'd have one before he got hurt. So, yeah, it's been a weird year for the Panthers, uh, who have been pretty good. They, they had their first loss this week. but Yeah. Um, something I like about Andrew's team is that it looks like he has Gallup in the IR spot, but he hasn't picked up an additional person. <laughs> yeah, like, at some point he moved Gallup to IR, but then was, like, like he didn't do the corresponding, like, pick up some random running back move. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> Like he's just rolling with a four man bench right now. There's nothing wrong I with like that. it. Uh, AJ Green, look at AJ Green. AJ yeah. Green having himself. I thought AJ Green was dead. 
Yeah. I think I thought we requ- we had, we requiemed AJ Green. We did, yeah. He was like on our like in memoriam segment of of last year's awards show. So yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, he had 112 yards in week three, and this week 67 yards in the TD. He scored a TD in week week two as well. I mean, I guess it helps to be on the best offense in football with the Cardinals. Yeah, uh, he's you know probably like the third or fourth guy in that offense. But yeah, there's enough to go around, I guess. Yeah. Do we think, yeah, but just oh, is Andrew oh, going to start playing the Murray AJ Green stack here soon? Ooh, that would be interesting. <laughs> um, I, I was just saying, not much else. Andrew's looking a little. Uh, well, I guess he has this. He has this open spot. He could just pick a guy up. I was just saying, Andrew's kind of getting the injury bug right now. Is he? No, he's got a bunch of questionables here, huh? Well, he's got Landry and Gallup both on IR. He's got more questionable concussion. Oh, um, no, nah, he'll be fine. It says just CTE in like 20 years. Yeah, no big deal. Yeah, a few um, of the starters, it looks like, have been limited in practice, but I'm guessing all these guys are going to play. Yeah. So. Uh, but, yeah, overall, like, I don't It's a pretty balanced week from Andrew. Nobody really did anything crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, I guess I guess the weirdest with Jonathan Taylor getting seventeen, but I mean that's your isn't that your first round pick? Right. Yeah, that's not exactly surprising. So yeah. the Colts All offense right. has looked not very good, but you know Jonathan Taylor's still getting fifteen carries a game, so he's gonna he's gonna get his yardage. Yeah, the Colts were I I was kind of the Indianapolis Colts this week. You just like you needed a win. You got to avoid that zero and four start, and the Colts <laughs> yeah, uh really. the Colts managed this week. All right, you want to move on to Henry then? Yep. Yeah, so Chark, uh, I think that's the biggest news from Henry's team is Chark. Uh, Chark's season might be done. Yeah, that's rough. What, did he break his ankle? Uh, it was a bad – he got carted off. It sounded bad. Yeah, it's not great. Yeah, I guess um, Henry, can, Henry can rely on Josh Gordon now to replace him. <laughs> Josh so is that did we did we record have we recorded since Gordon signed? I don't think we've talked about him, and I you know I guess this is our yearly we have to talk about Josh Gordon segment. <laughs> but I don't think we have yet. Um, he did get activated today, so he's on the active roster for the Chiefs. Yeah, which you know could be something. It's probably not going to be, but man, didn't play at all last season in twenty twenty. Um, that means he's fresh, Evan. That is that is true. I mean, I guess how fresh can you be when you're <laughs> this on drugs? But uh, you know, hoping he's doing okay, <laughs> hoping he's figured his shit out. But given how the last like five times went, I'm I'm not holding my breath. You know. Yeah. Well, he um, I I'm sure he didn't play. I'm sure he would have played last year, but I'm sure he was uh, his vice is the Mary Jane, right? Yeah. So yeah, I'm guessing during I'm just I'm guessing COVID wasn't probably wasn't the time Gordon was gonna give up the the weed, you know? Yeah. If there's ever if there was ever a time, right? Who knows? Who knows? That's probably why he wasn't playing last year. He was like, ah, I'm just gonna get bust I'm just gonna get busted on a marijuana. So test Ben, do we think time. that there's a route for Gordon to be like startable in fantasy on this offense? I this is what I will say. Crazier things have happened. Yeah. Then 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 what? Actually, now that now that I think about it, so this would be pretty crazy. <laughs> like 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 so. I mean, I would say like Josh Gordon being like a reliable in real life wide receiver. I would say 
somewhat, I would say, plausible. Yeah, yeah, I can see uh, that. Like, you know, third wideout, getting a couple grabs every game, like, moving the chains. I can see it. Yeah, yeah, but, like, I don't... Yeah, as far as, like, being fantasy-relevant, like, floor of 50 yards, or I guess, like, if you're talking, like, like a, I would say fantasy contributor, I would say if your floor is five or six, you would categorize as, like, a solid... Is that fair? Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah. That's like that's kind of the floor. And so it's like, can we rely on Josh Gordon to get five to six points a week? Yeah. That's a, that's a lot. And just given what we've seen from the Chiefs offense, basically since Mahomes uh, became the starter, is that, you know, obviously a ton of work is going to go to Tyreek Hill. A ton of work is going to go to Travis Kelsey. And everyone else is just kind of like randomly going to have an 80-yard week with a touchdown. But mostly not that, right? We've seen it from Nico Harmon, from like right. Sammy Watkins, from Demarcus Robinson, like all yep. of these guys who are kind of like lower level characters on this offense. It's really hard to get a ton of volume when you have two guys as good as Hill and Kelsey in the offense. So yeah, this this is a pretty big. Um, I mean, you can you can joke about Gordon all you want and say he's washed, and you might be right, but the Chiefs wouldn't be signing Gordon if they had a lot of faith in Meikle. Right, right, like, yeah. I think the I think I think the biggest takeaway from the Gordon signing is not even Gordon. I think the takeaway from the Gordon signing is that the Chiefs clearly don't have a ton of faith in Miko at this point. Right, yeah, I think that's fair. I would definitely like not be happy if I was the Hardman owner, just because like he was already struggling to get volume. Yeah. And now with another mouth to feed there, that's probably a bit more consistent, at least when he's on the field. Uh, yeah. It's, I um, mean, why do like why do this if you believe in Miko? Right, right, right. Like that's that. That was my takeaway. Um, Najee Harris, really good week. Um, remember when I said Najee Harris would be bad? <laughs> yeah, since then he's had like three double-digit weeks. You know, Ben, I don't know if we talked about this when it happened, but a couple weeks ago, Najee Harris had like fourteen catches. Fourteen in a yeah. in a single game in that in in the Bengals game last week in week three. I don't think we talked about this. He had fourteen carries, but he also had fourteen catches. He had nineteen targets in that game. As it turns out, like if you're Najee Harris, having a quarterback like Ben Roethlisberger who cannot throw for more than like ten yards at a time is really helpful because like he's just gonna check down to you on like every single play. Pretty crazy. Man, that's wild. Yet another I can't believe that. This week. Honestly, like, we could be hitting a scenario where, like, Najee Harris finishes, like, top three in the league in touches just because, like, they can't throw it downfield. I mean, it's going to be like him and McCaffrey are going to be up there in touches, and nobody else gets this kind of volume in the passing game, you know? Yeah. Um, Najee Harris is RB, RB12 right now. All right. That's pretty good. Oh, that's what it looks like. Um. <laughs> Cordero's running back yeah, five. Right. I, it's funny. I was like, well, I guess we'll talk about Cordero later. I'll bring up my Cordero anecdote um, when we get to him. But oh, ben, I forgot Ben that uh, you and Henry swung a trade this week. We got to talk about it. Ooh, we, we did every trade on this pod. We we uh Henry and I honestly, I would say I would say uh, I would I would I would say fifty percent of this trade. Was a was a mutual understanding between Henry and I that we had to we had to we had to pop the cherry uh, yeah. with trades because it was getting a little sad. Right. Yeah. Get into week four without any trades is is pretty weird for this league. So yeah, I'm glad that we uh, we got something done. Got the wheels rolling. 
Yeah, yeah. Me, me and Henry were like, we gotta, we gotta grease the wheels. We gotta be the change we want to see here. Right. So yeah. To recap, uh, Henry received Robbie Anderson, and uh, your team Ben got Julio Jones. Uh, Robbie has been really bad so far this year. He was he was fine in week four, I guess. He had 46 yards receiving. He did get 11 targets, which is definitely encouraging for Henry. A lot of volume there for Anderson, actually matching his targets from the first three weeks combined. So that's a good sign. Yeah, I would be pretty excited about that if I was Henry. Right. That, that's a pretty um, I I was like th- he had he had eleven he had eleven targets through three weeks. Yeah. He he matched his target total on the season, um, on Sunday. Am I right? Am I right on you, this? You are right. Yep. Yep. Okay. I, I want to see how many targets did uh DJ Moore had twelve targets. DJ Moore was so, great yesterday. Yeah, he hit a really good game. So, good all year. so Moore's Moore's target counts 8, 11, 12, 12. Man, talk about a four there. Yeah. Where did DJ Moore go? Tony got him. Yeah. Do you, do you remember when? Mm, like third round probably. Yeah, that sounds right. All right, you got anything else with Henry's team? Um, Kenneth Gainwell, 15 off the bench. Not like off the bench, but he was on the bench. Yeah, Gainwell said... But, um, uh, had some good games. Like it feels like he might be kind of uh, inching into Miles Sanders' workload there. So at least in the passing yeah. game. Who has Miles Sanders? I don't remember. Uh, I think uh, is it Quinn? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's Quinn. It is Quinn. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be a little nervous if I was the Sanders owner. Yeah, I feel like that's that's how it is to be the Miles Sanders owner, though. <laughs> like there's always that's true. Some guy I feel like Boston. It was Boston Scott one year. Yeah, it's, it's right. like Darren Sproles or somebody. It's always somebody who's like not really that good, and you're like, why are they doing this? <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty funny. Um, yeah, I don't have anything else on Henry's team. All right, um, cool. Let's move to the next game then. Um, I've got Joe versus Jay. This was a kind of a rock fight this week, but hey, Joe scraped out of it. Another win. He's four and zero. Won this one seventy three to sixty one over Jay, who was two and two. See what happened here for Joe. But, uh, you know, I guess if you had told Joe before the game that Josh Allen and the Bills were going to win forty to nothing in that game, you might have yeah. thought that Josh Allen was going to score more than twenty fantasy points. But you know, yeah. twenty is nothing to sneeze at. Um, and Zach Moss did have a nice day because of that as well. He scored 12 points. Ever since we wrote off Zach Moss after he was scratched in week one, he's had 13, 15, and 12 points. <laughs> so, that's, what I'm, that's what I'm saying, man. We can't, we can't overread. we got to wait four weeks. Yeah. we got to wait four weeks. Just looking yeah. at Moss's, at Moss's uh, game log here, it looks like part of the thing, at least, is that the last three games, the Bills have blown out their opponents in each of them. They won by 35, by 22, and by 40 in those three games, which has given Moss a ton yeah. of time as the backup running back to get a bunch of carries in the second half and score some uh, garbage-time TDs. So, yeah. big for his value. And, I mean, you know, they're going to get more blowouts this season. Probably not this week. They're playing the Chiefs on Sunday night. Yeah. But, in general, you know, he's a guy who could easily get a bunch of those uh, late-in-the-game looks. Yeah, Moss is a guy who could easily be an RB one right now if he had played Week One. Yeah, <laughs> he's a, he's an he looks like let's see he's an RB two without he's an RB two, uh three with only three games. Yeah, wow. RB twenty two right now. Um, 
Yes, I guess other guys. Tyler Lockett doing his classic Tyler Lockett, like totally up and down <laughs> game log. He was really good the first two weeks of the year, and then this week only 24 yards. Week before that only 31. So just kind of the way it goes with Tyler Lockett. You know, he's going to win you some games. He's going to lose you some games. Uh, except in Luckily for Joe, it didn't, it didn't cost him this week. Right, <laughs> yeah. Um. MVS is on IR. Damn. <laughs> yeah, well, at least now Joe won't have to decide whether to start him or not. Um, Joe does have a, a really bad tight end situation right now. Like, he drafted Hunter Henry, um, but now he has three tight ends on the roster. It's Hunter Henry, Ty Conklin, and Cameron Brait. He chose wrong this week, but uh, it worked out fine, I guess. Man, that, that is quite the trio there. Yeah, this is pretty sad. <laughs> and I guess uh, I guess we should talk to you about Trey Lance. Took over for the night. Oh, yeah, he got he got his first... Uh, well, he didn't start, right? Garoppolo. Right, Garoppolo watched. got hurt. So it's possible that Garoppolo is just back soon. But, uh, you know, we never know. Lance played well enough uh, in, in replacement. They still lost, but... Um, he had 160 passing yards. He had some rushing yardage. He threw two touchdown passes. So, you know, we, we yeah. all thought, I think, going into the year that once Trey Lance uh, became the starter, he could have some fantasy value. He's a good rushing quarterback. So we'll see if that kind of pans out and if he keeps the job here, even once yeah. he goes back. I'm having a little bit of a chuckle reading Trey Lance's uh, uh, like profile right now because the top story is uh, a beat writer uh, quoting – uh, it, it's just a beat writer saying nobody was ready for um, Lance to play and that quote, Lance had barely played in the first three games. Shanahan had recently sounded more committed to Garoppolo than ever for this season. And it's just, and they're just saying that nobody in the 49ers organization was ready for Trey Lance to take over this early in the season. And I'm just sitting here thinking like, why? <laughs> yeah. Like, like, I mean, I, I, what do you like? What do you mean, nobody? Like, you didn't think you didn't think a guy could get hurt? <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, like, also, I think all these guys are just blowing smoke. Like, I imagine that they were always like, you know, you, you draft a, a first round quarterback, like you're planning on starting him at some point in the year, right? Like, you almost right. know that it's gonna happen. So, yeah, I wouldn't be such surprised. A, it's, a, it's such a stupid headline. Yeah, I'm I wouldn't so be surprised if they this. come out of their bye, which is in in week six. So you know, Garoppolo misses this week because of injury, but then they've got two whole weeks with the bye week to get him ready for week seven, and they just say like, you know what, Terry Lance is our guy, especially if they play right. well on Sunday. They're playing the Cardinals; it should be a good game. Well, I kept hearing, I kept hearing because their bye week was pretty early. I was hearing a lot of Trey Lance. Come starting week seven. Right, that's a that's a classic thing to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, you got anything else huh. with Joe? Um, not really. Pretty shitty week from Joe. Yeah, not um, great, but, but it hey, worked out. Four and zero, baby. He, four and zero. He's in first place. So. You know what they said, and you just gotta find a way to win. You know? Yep, exactly. Yeah. Um. Okay. Jay's team. <laughs> Yeah. Not much to talk about on Jay's team. This is a weird week for Jay because, yeah, he had really good games from Ezekiel Elliott and Hollywood Brown having a nice uh, comeback game from week three. But other than that, like, everyone was bad. <laughs> like, really, really bad. Yeah. So. He benched Tony Pollard. That was nice to see. 
He did it, yeah. Only started one Cowboys running back, and he picked the right one. I mean, I guess he should have started Pollard. Like it, it worked out. It would have worked out better than starting Ty Johnson instead. Um, which woof. <laughs> but yeah, man, not a, not a whole ton going on here. He started. Yeah. He started two tight ends. Unfortunately, Logan Thomas got hurt. Um, I think it was early in that game. Um, and it sounds like he's week to week now, which is not ideal. But at least Jay has Kyle Pitts, who can fill in a tight end there for a few weeks. Yeah. So. Always good. I also want, I want to shout out Jay for picking up Jamison Crowder. I feel like there's been basically nobody good on the waiver wire all week. Um, and you, Ben, had drafted Jamison Crowder, but then I think like uh, he got taken off of IR and you were like, uh, like, do I want to keep Crowder? But Jay scooped him up, and he had a really nice uh, first game of the season in week four. Yeah, I, when I saw that Jay scooped up Crowder, I was a little upset with myself. I, 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 I had totally forgotten about I had totally forgotten about Crowder just because right. he hadn't played yet. I had too. And 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 I you know I had I had dropped him. Um, I'm trying to remember why, but I mean it's just probably related to my running back situation. I probably I probably added Peyton Barber, and 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 dropped. Yeah. Or maybe when I add, when I had when I added Barber or McKissick, <laughs> I probably dropped a uh, Crowder. But I'm just yeah I'm, I was kicking myself because. I um I I wish that I would have uh after uh because when when did when did Jay scoop him up like this week it was like on Sunday yeah on, on Sunday, Sunday like right before yeah. kickoff and I um where's my team I'm trying to find um who who played on Thursday night this week. It was uh, Jaguars Bengals. Jaguars Bengals. Okay, I was trying to remember. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But yeah, I just remember. I remember kicking myself a little bit. I was like, "Dang, I wish I would have uh, picked up Carter." But I don't really know who I would have dropped. But yeah. Um, anyway, Jay also picked up Le'Veon Bell on uh, also on Sunday. Yeah, so, I'm less concerned about that. Yeah, that one didn't go as well. But you know, you never know. We can talk about the Ravens situation, Evan, more when we get to your team. I'm guessing you're not too happy about that. Yeah, I, I'm weirdly at peace with it, but we'll talk about we'll, we'll talk about it when we get to my team. Yeah, I don't think huh. Lev Bell is the answer for them. I'm gonna guess Latavius Murray is gonna be getting the bulk of the work, but uh, yeah, but we'll see. That was a big. That was a big. Uh, that was a big uh, development for me this week. Yeah. Um, but yeah, elsewhere. Even I'm though gonna... Tyson, even though Tyson Williams has been better. <laughs> right. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. Uh, anyway. Right. Elsewhere on Jay's team, Tom Brady had his first uh, bad fantasy week of the year. Um, didn't throw a touchdown. It's always hard when you don't have any rushing yardage and you don't score any touchdowns. So 11 points for Brady, rough week. CeeDee Lamb was bad. Did he get the yardage record? He did, yeah. He only needed like 60 yards or something. So, yeah, oh, okay. Tom Brady, all-time leading passer now. Um now, what were the odds that he would break that record while returning to New England? <laughs> yeah. Well, they you can bet your bottom dollar when the NFL was uh, de- de- designing you the think, schedule. Yeah, they, they planned it out like that? I think I think they did. Yeah, I don't think smart. it's a coincidence. You're pretty smart. Yeah, I don't know. You got anything else with Jay? Um No, not much. All Just right. a whole hum week. What what is what is Jay's record? Uh, did I say go. two and two? Yeah. Yeah, this seems like a two and two team to me. 
Yeah. I bet Jail finished 500. You know. This, this, is, a, this is a 500. This is a 500 team if I've ever seen one. Yeah. All right. Uh, next game I've got is Ryan versus Noah. This is the the highest scoring one of the week. Ryan got the weekly prize, scored 127 points. Noah's Man. rough luck continues. Uh, 103 points and a loss. And how, how many times is this gonna happen to Noah's team this year? Uh, just like always in these high scoring games. So. Yeah, it's not like scoring 102 and losing is not like it sucks, but it's not like. It's not like the craziest thing. Yeah, I mean, he had the third most points this week, so that's rough. Tough loss. And, you know, it's happened to him before in this season, too. Like, I think he had one where he was the second highest scorer, and he lost that game, too. So. Yeah, it does kind of suck. Welcome to the league. Um, But, yeah, it, it's time for our Cordero Patterson coverage. I was just going to say, while yeah. we're while we're talking while we're talking about Noah, um... Eden Prairie uh, took it to Prior Lake on, Ooh, nice. uh, on Friday. On Friday night, I'm glad. Uh, so this is uh, this is lining up, Evan. We got a big uh, last game of the regular season. Uh, MEA Thursday night football. Eden Prairie's playing Stillwater. Oh. Stillwater is undefeated right now. Oh. And at the beginning of the season, at the beginning of the season, all the students were saying that. Um, all the students were saying that the football team's bad. Uh, I would say morale was very low. I I had never really seen morale that low for a, for a school's football team. It was very low. Everyone said the football team was bad. And um, right now, if if we're looking at uh, the Star Trib, Eden Prairie is ranked number three in the Metro. Stillwater's ranked number four. Ooh, I like it. I like it. Um, Stillwater, the only well, the only undefeated teams left. Uh, are Stillwater, Lakeville South, who took it to Eden Prairie uh, mm-hmm. a few weeks ago, Shakopee, Shakopee. Wow. and I guess St. Thomas Academy. Nice. Um, Eden Prairie actually plays Shakopee this Friday night. Wow. Nice. So that's kind of fun. I when I looked at when I saw it on the schedule, I was like, oh, Shakopee's bad, but they're undefeated. They're ranked number two in the Metro right now. We got we got to yes. fill the people. I feel like we got to fill the when we talk about Noah's team. I feel like we got to just we got to give a peop, the people a little bit of an update on how Eden Prairie football. Because I mean, we got Tony coach in there. Yeah. You know, it's a it's a relevant topic. Yeah. And, definitely uh, relevant. If we're talking about hype trains, the 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 hype train for the Stillwater Ponies, it's uh, it's pretty, it's pretty robust right now. I like it. Yeah. You'll have, you have to go to the game and report back for us. I, I will absolutely be at this game. Uh, it's not it's not this Thursday. It's not this Thursday, but in a couple of, in a couple of Thursdays, uh, nice. season finale. Stillwater playing at Eden Prairie. I'm excited for these Stillwater kids. I, I I've worked some football games, uh, and like the festivities and everything going on. It's very similar to Eden Prairie, but it's not quite Eden Prairie. You know, it's like you pretty much have to just like double everything, and then it's Eden Prairie. Yeah. It's just like it's just a whole it's a it's a whole another uh, whole another thing. So I'm excited to go to a high school football game in a in a few weeks here. <laughs> cheer on my cheer on my students. And, and uh, watch it. Yeah. And my alma mater, man. <laughs> It'll be quite the. It, this it must be this must this must be what it's like when like a parent sees, uh, like John Harbaugh playing Jim Harbaugh in the Super Bowl, you know. 
Yeah. It's kind of like one of those things. Yeah. Or or when a coach is coaching like against his son in college basketball. Yeah. Similar to that. Anyway. All right. Yeah. But back back to the matter at hand, Ben. Got a little off the rails Cordero there. Patterson. I apologize. <laughs> uh, Cordero Patterson had three receiving touchdowns and 82 receiving yards uh, this week. Also, yeah, yeah. Can Cordell stop? 34 rushing yards. Like, yeah. Like, it was great. I was looking at the uh, you know positional rankings, but Cordero Patterson is listed at both wide receiver and running back. He is eligible in both positions, and he's currently like RB three and wide receiver five or something stupid <laughs> like that. Like he's on both lists, and he's high enough up that it's like noticeable um and so are they just counting his like wide receiver no statistics I mean, like or yeah the, i mean he just appears on both lists with the same total right um oh okay yeah it's kind of silly i mean like i feel like they should be listing him at running back like he's lining up as a running back the majority of the time. yeah but, i'm looking at fantasy pros um fantasy football leaders just for the rankings because last week i was looking at yahoo and it hadn't updated yet yeah yeah uh but Fantasy Pros doesn't have him listed as a wide receiver. They right, just have yeah. him as a running back. I think that's kind of a weird Yahoo quirk is that they're, like, pretty comfortable cross-listing guys, which, like, most other sites don't do at all. So um, I wouldn't – I guess, like, middle of the season, they're probably not going to change him. Like, they're usually loath to do that. So Ryan's yeah. probably got that little added flexibility for the rest of the season, which is pretty nice. Just given the way his roster is constructed, like, he's – like he might not actually need that flexibility. Like he's kind of got enough depth at both wide receiver and running back that he should be fine. But it's nice to have if you need it. Yeah, I would say Cordero's probably the biggest fantasy story of the season through four weeks, right? <laughs> yeah, somehow. Yeah. It's, it's incredible. I mean, like, yeah, he had thirty points this week. He's got double digits three weeks in a row. Like, who would have guessed? Cordero. Yeah, him. and I, yeah, and I mean that the three Falcons thing it worked again. Yeah. Like it worked it Mike, worked again. Somehow Mike Davis also had a receiving touchdown. So the Falcons running backs had four receiving touchdowns among them. Uh yeah, man, Davis really saved his day with that touchdown. He would have had a yeah. a bad week without it. Yeah. But yeah, that's uh that's crazy. Um Ryan's team is looking like team of destiny this year. Honestly, yeah, like this team looks really good right now. And if you had told me coming into the year, I would have looked at this roster and been like, why is Cordero Patterson starting? <laughs> um, but, I mean, like, yeah, he's had some some nice breakout performances. Like, Patterson's been really good. Chase Edmonds um, has been, like, a, a pretty solid, like, at least flex-level guy on, on, you know, a really good Arizona offense. So, yeah, he yeah. had some nice stuff happen. Yeah. If I'm Ryan, I, I, I try to flip Dawson Knox right now. Ooh. Is uh, Ryan's totally not going to, but <laughs> yeah. this seems like a very obvious. He has Noah Fant. He's getting decent production from Noah Fant. Um, yeah, wow. Dustin Knox has four touchdowns this year. Yeah, it, it seems, or maybe, maybe you. It could be a, a Robert Tunyon kind of situation it, where he just like randomly be. gets a bunch of, huh? It it could be, yeah. Yeah, that's hard to do. <laughs> but mean, this offense, like, I don't know if the, the offense is good enough. Right, it's good enough to get you into the red zone a bunch and then just toss it to Dawson Knox. Yeah, it's definitely possible. Yeah, I mean, I, if I'm Ryan, I try to sell high on Dawson Knox. Right I was now. gonna say, like, you only have to look at Robert Tunyon himself in 2021 to see how hard it is to do Robert Tunyon all year long. Like, yeah. Oof. I'm looking at him now because he's actually on Noah's bench, uh, so he was also in this game, sort of. Uh, he had, Tunyon has played four games and has scored less than one point in three of them, so. Hasn't been great, but 
do we do we think Ryan could get anything on the open market for Dawson Knox right now? Probably not. Um, I mean, I think there are only a couple teams who he would start for. It's like the like Joe's team and like Quinn is always looking for these kinds of guys, but like I don't think anyone's like really going to pay value for a guy like this. Like unless he, you know, gets another couple weeks where he's in the mix. But yeah, I just don't think. I mean, he hasn't topped fifty yards in a game yet, so. It's just gonna be really hard to sustain. That's fair. That's fair. Fair enough. Um, I guess we should also say just like Austin Eckler has been really, really good. This That's year. true. He scored twenty six points on Monday night, one hundred seventeen rushing yards. Like he's he's been very solid in the teens and twenties all season long. So. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Eckler's been really good. Also, Chase Edmonds has been like when he, when we talked about AJ Green before, you made the good point of like AJ Green might not be that good and his role might not be that good. But it's the best offense in the league right now, and there's a lot of opportunity and just, like, a lot of plays to run and a lot of, you know, just a, you know, when you run 60 plays a game, like, you know, a variety of people can get involved. Similar situation with Chase Edmonds. He He's had a really high four this, so far this season. His weekly totals are 10, 7.5, 7.5, 14. That's, that's pretty good. That's, yeah. I, you can't ask for anything more out of Chase Edmonds. Um, and Marvin Jones with DJ Chark getting hurt. Who knows? Maybe Mar- Marvin Jones didn't have a great week this week, but yeah. you got to imagine if Chark goes out. Ooh, Marvin Jones, Jones is. Moon. Um, I don't. I I'm like Curtis Samuel's getting healthy. There's a lot of there's a lot of content with Ryan's team this week. Do- right. Like Dawson Knox had another good week. Curtis Samuel came off IR. Um, yeah, it's all happening. Michael Carter. Michael Carter's been. Eh, actually, he's been a little hit or miss. Michael Carter's actually been a little disappointing this year so far, I'd say. But um, I, I, there's a lot of content on on Ryan's team right now. Yeah, yeah, and that's what we need, you know. You're producing the content. Ryan, yeah, Ryan seems like team. If I'm assigning team of destiny right now, I would say Ryan's team. Also, Ryan hasn't won the ship yet, so that yeah. would. Uh, so he's eligible. You know, we never have a repeat champion here. So right, right, Ryan would make sense. Um, I guess another guy who hasn't won the league is Noah. We want to talk about Noah's team. <laughs> um, um, man. man, Debo. Yeah, Debo Samuel has been really good this year. Um, or at least he's had like he's had two really good games. <laughs> I will say. Uh, yeah, he put up 28 points this week. A couple of touchdowns, 156 yards. It'll be interesting to see how he adapts to having Trey Lance. I'm gonna guess that's gonna be a net positive for everyone in the offense. He'll probably just run a little smoother. Well, Debo's a little bit of a deep route guy, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, Garoppolo doesn't have the biggest arm. I mean, Trey Lance is probably not very accurate, but at least he can get it there. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't – yeah, it just doesn't seem like Jimmy Garoppolo, like, is is good enough of a passer to, like, for anyone to represent, like, a, a downgrade from him from, like, a fantasy right. standpoint. So, I think Debo Samuel could be looking up, even for what he's been yeah. doing. I, I think, like, Lance is – like first completion in this game was like an 80 yard Samuel touchdown. So yeah, he, he definitely has an arm. He can get it there. Um, looks like new England didn't even, this was a, this game was fun in the second half, but Sunday night football, Pat's bucks, Pat's didn't even try to run it on the buck. I mean, nobody really, nobody, nobody can run it on Tampa. Um, but they didn't even, they didn't even try. Yeah. to, To just like totally abandon it. Like, he has none of that like preconceived notion of like oh you gotta establish the run even when 
like it's a good run defense. He just says like, well, like if we're gonna get two yards to carry, I'm just not gonna do it. <laughs> you know, you gotta yeah. respect that. So yeah, which led to a rough week for Damian Harris for sure. <laughs> Negative four rushing yards. He he did have a few catches, brought him up, you know, above zero, but yeah, not a great week. Yeah. Oh, Will Fuller's hurt again. Who would have guessed? <laughs> uh, man. Yeah. Disappointing year for Will Fuller so far. Yeah, it was suspended for one game, hurt for another, now hurt again. Yeah, it's not great. I'm, I'm just realizing, Ben, that like this is a really weird way to score 103 points, like Noah did. So he got oh yeah, 32. Just like points. three, yeah, just like three guys. Do we do we do we still feel bad for Noah? Like. I feel this this is the least likable 102 point performance <laughs> I've ever seen. It's literally just, oh, you have Patrick Mahomes and your defense put up 23. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah, not yeah. to be too hard on not to be too hard on Noah, but I mean, I'm just I'm just saying this is not a very respectable 102 point performance. Yes, I mean he had uh, what is this like? Like 81 points combined from Mahomes, Samuel, and the Bills defense, and then no one else on his team scored more than five points. <laughs> so, yeah, just like everyone had down weeks. I mean, even guys like Dalvin Cook only had four points. Like Keenan Allen only had three and a half. Like T.J. Hawkinson had four. Like these are like good fantasy players. They just like all had down weeks at the same time. But but even so, he was able to score 100 points. Uh, so yeah, it's a strange week for sure. Yeah, man, talk about Buffalo just spanked the Texans. Yeah, that was a brutal game. It was like it was like raining there the whole time, and it looked like the Texans didn't really want to be there. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that was something. I mean, the Bills just put it to them. Um, yeah. Um. All right. You wanna you wanna yeah, move let's, on? Uh, let's mosey on down the list. Damian Williams got what? Yeah. Damian Williams is on the Bears. Yeah, so David Montgomery was injured in that game. Um, they they oh. were worried that he had torn his ACL. It turns out he didn't. Um, but it sounds like he might miss some time still. So that could be pretty good for Damian Williams, who who probably step into a bell cow role there in Chicago. They really don't have other running backs. Um, so that that could be really big for Noah, be able to start Damian Williams. So. Yeah, just one sec. I'm just I'm putting in a waiver claim and. <laughs> Hockey house for <laughs> Damian Williams. Um, should I drop? Should I drop a uh, Mooney or Eli Mitchell? Um, mm, I drop. I, I'm thinking. I'm, I think Mitchell. Yeah. Or, oh no, Barber. never mind. Peyton Barber. I have Peyton Barber on this yeah, team. Fair enough. All right. All right. All right. Just um, had to next, do, I had to do that quick. Next game we can talk about is Ethan versus Quinn. This one wound up pretty close. Uh, Ethan got a 92 to 88 win. Uh, Ethan's three and one now, so he's in fifth place, and Quinn falls to one and three, down to the eleventh. Um, yeah, this was close right until Monday night. Quinn needed like a pretty good game out of Herbert and didn't quite get enough. Fell fell three points short. So yeah, yeah, it's a tough. This is a tough loss for for Quinn. Um, man, Ben, did did you realize that Jalen Hurts is QB three? No, I did not. Wow. Yeah, he scored over 20 points in all four games. He put up almost 400 passing yards on the Chiefs this week. It helps that the Eagles' defense is pretty bad and has been allowing a lot of points the last couple games. Yeah. But, yeah, man. Man, look at, great. looking at these quarterbacks, it's like I drafted I drafted Burrow in, like, the – I don't know. I, I didn't even draft Burrow that high. I picked him in, like, the eighth round or something. Yeah. Seventh or eighth round, something like that. And I was like – 
eh, this is decent value. Even though that's like that's not even that early, and that was pretty early for me for a quarterback. Right. And I'm just looking at these like quarterback rankings, and I'm just like, this is why I you sit on quarterbacks because she's like QB five Sam Darnold, QB six <laughs> Daniel Jones. Love it. QB seven Josh Allen, like not doing as well as he thought. Yeah. QB also, nine like, Lamar Jackson, Donald QB ten and, Russ. Donald and Jones are unowned in this league. <laughs> <laughs> so like you could have them now. Uh, oh, that's funny. Them, apparently. Um, yeah. But oh like, god, ma- god, maybe I should pick up. Jeez. I'm I'm thinking about it. Yeah. I it might be time to go full on streaming at quarterback. Um, yeah. It, it, would I be dumb if I dropped Joe Burrow right now? Would that be a dumb thing? I don't think that's that dumb. I don't know. Yeah, just like any like quarterbacks who aren't consistently in the top ten, like it's okay to cut them loose. You know, like if somebody else picks them up and keeps them, like so what? <laughs> like you can get you can replace them with waiver wire type guys. So yeah, like I like if I offered anyone, like what would I even get for Joe Burrow if I tried to trade him right now? I mean nothing. Like yeah, like like, like oh, oh, Sterling like Shepard or what the fuck? Like what what? Yeah, yeah like. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but um, so back to Ethan's team. Uh, let's see, Ethan had some good weeks from like basically everyone. It's just a bunch of like ten point games. It seems like here, um, sneakily like Robert Woods scoring like a really late garbage time touchdown is what won Ethan this game. So that's big. Uh, good for Robert Woods. Yeah, yeah. Woods um... hasn't been great this year, but you know if he scores a touchdown, he's gonna be just funny. So. Yeah. Um, Dallas Goddard, good week. Um, Gotta love the Goddard Hurts stack. Uh, oh, I do like that. That's good shit. Um, and Rieger. Oh, yeah, I didn't even realize Rieger, too. <laughs> That's a little bit less exciting. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, Cooper, Cooper Cup I, finally had his first non-insane week. Yeah. I, only scored six I, yeah, points. I, I'm just not seeing much from... I mean, Hertz. I think Hertz is the big story here. Hertz is QB three. Yeah. Hertz is playing really well. I mean, we joked about the the Hertz Goddard stack, but it's paying off right now. Um. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I agree. This, An- this Antonio is- Gibson is. We were all. I was. I was a little nervous. Um. So was Fitzpatrick was on football team, right? Yeah, he played in week one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was. I remember being a little nervous about Gibson after Fitzpatrick got hurt, uh, but yeah, Heineke is kind of. Yeah. Heineke is sort of a YOLO quarterback himself. Yeah. <laughs> um, like, he's like totally the same guy. It's hilarious. Um, my my co my coworker in the decks next to me is uh, a big football team fan, and he has been hyping Heineke to me for like three months. So it's like <laughs> finally seeping into my brain that like Heineke is a good quarterback, and I don't love it. I don't love thinking that, but uh, you know he he keeps the offense rolling anyways. Like it, it certainly fantasy wise, like it, it's a useful yeah. offense still. So um, yeah. all right, I got nothing else on Ethan. Just yeah, kind of like a bunch yeah. of solid but not incredible weeks from most of the guys in his lineup. So yeah. Yeah, got similar to how like I'm just hung up on was like I'm still hung up on I haven't really moved on from realizing that I need to drop Joe Burrow for either Sam Darnold or <laughs> Daniel Jones. I haven't really like moved past that yet. Yeah, yeah. But I think I'm arriving at I think I'm arriving there. Yeah. So um, tough loss for Quinn in this game, um, especially because if he had started Corey Davis, 
he would have won. And Corey Davis was in a revenge game against right. That's a big that's a big issue from Quinn here. That's a um, that's a mistake that you don't see a veteran like Quinn make too often. Um, yeah. This is a clear. This is a clear. When we have a double flex right here, you know, you're putting it. You're putting it into. I mean, Devonta Smith had a good game, but you know, Jalen Waddle. Jalen Waddle, like, yeah, come on, like this is this is Corey Davis revenge game, Quinn. Like, yeah. you got to be more on I'm top of your, your shit. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know. That's a that's a rookie mistake from a veteran player. Yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, a solid so, uh, 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 Saquon gotta be happy about that, man. And you said you have Saquon in other league, right? Yeah, right. Saquon's um, bad, that's huge. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this is such a Saquon stat line. Like this, this is the stud running back stat line, right? It's 13 carries for 52 yards and a touchdown, plus five or seven, five receptions for 74 yards and another touchdown. So, like, yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's it's looking good. It, it looks like he's back in, in roughly full health. So, yeah, yeah. Is this everyone again? Is this a moral victory for Quinn? For, yeah, because I mean, of Saquon. I think, I think when you're one and three. Like you're you're worried enough that it's not a moral victory, and like he only scored 87 points. Like there were some definite holes in this lineup that hurt him this week, but you yeah. know he had some nice performances. Josh Jacobs is is back again. Didn't didn't play super well last night, but part of that was game script. Um, yeah, you know, but Barkley's yeah back and doing really well. Like you know, well Jacobs Jacobs and... looks like Jacobs is back. Yeah, right. I just said that. So. Uh... Oh, sorry, I missed it. <laughs> um. But yeah, I think there are definitely some encouraging pieces here. I, I Quinn is going to have to figure out what's going on at tight end, like the tight end whisperer. Like it might be, it might be time to like try and like actually get a decent tight end because Austin Hooper is not it. <laughs> Eleven yards this week, only ninety-seven on the season. Would you say that he is not him? <laughs> it's not him. No. All right. That's what my that's what my students would say. I did I did appreciate Quinn throwing out the. Uh, you know, in the group chat, like, I will trade anyone on this roster kind of thing. I reached out to him after that and was like, what do you want for Barkley or Jacobs? <laughs> and he came back to me, like, you know, he considered it, which was nice. Uh, but, yeah, he came back to me with an offer I considered, like, eh, you know, that, that's fair value for those guys. And I didn't want to pay fair value. I wanted to I wanted to steal them from you. So uh, he, he wouldn't let me do that. So uh, good on Quinn. Good on Quinn. Hey, good on you for doing your due diligence. <laughs> I feel like every time – Usually, I feel like the two guys who do that in our league are Joe and Quinn, where they'll just like throw out like everyone's on the block, and uh, but it never works. Well, they're trying to motivate him. Like trying to trade with Joe is like talking to a brick wall. It's just like like he'll literally say, "I will trade anyone for anything," and then you go to him and you're like, "Can I have your backup tight end?" And he's like, "I I would like your RB one, please." It's like, no, (laughs) not doing that. Yeah, yeah, no, I learned that lesson long ago. Yeah. All right, you want to move um, on? Sure. Cool. Um, next game, Tony versus Tim. T- Tony, Tony with an inspiring victory, 117. Tim, 72 points. Tim is winless, which I did not expect coming into the season. I mean, Tim, you know, I think you you and I both have these rankings of uh, the owners in the league in our head, and, and Tim is right up there, you know, top three yeah. at least. Uh, so yeah, it's weird to see him struggle like this, but yeah, this team has just had a really tough time getting off the ground. So I don't know what went wrong this week. I'm a little nervous looking at Tim's team and seeing Tim at 0-4 because I look at Tim's team and I'm like, I would like to have Tim's (laughs) team. You you know what I mean? Like I, I look at this team and I'm like, 
This team is much better than my team. Yeah, it doesn't quite compute. It's like... (laughs) I don't really get how this team is... I mean, so there are definitely some guys on here that are underperforming this year. Like, George Kittle has, has not been very good. Uh, but he's you know he's still George Kittle right like we expect him to be pretty decent like Devonte Adams has not really been his full self like he's had a couple down weeks which is not really what Devonte Adams does like even guys like OBJ who you know is probably a bit past his prime but like he's had a lot of I hate I hate OBJ he's trash I don't know why he yeah yeah OBJ notwithstanding this team is good <laughs> yeah um but yeah Juju I see what you mean Juju is kind of struggling I mean. I feel like I was kind of along the Najee Harris line is I was kind of hammering the Steelers offense going into the season and you were like, nah, they'll be fine. And I was wrong about Najee Harris, but I think I was right about the the team in general. Yeah, it's particularly the passing game. Like, like like we mentioned earlier, like if Big Ben can't throw it more than 10 yards in the air, like it's going to be really tough for any of the receivers to have value, um, especially because there are like three good receivers on the team, right? So it's going to be challenging. Um, Juju might be the third best receiver on their roster. So yeah, he's, he's had a, a pretty rough year so far. You wonder if he might kind of be more of a bench player from here on out for Tim, but yeah. What's the What's the Steelers record? Um, they are one and three. <laughs> the only win yeah. against the Bills, weirdly, but yeah. Uh, Tim Tim did get some nice weeks. Um, I guess I should say like two okay weeks, basically. Like Edward Hilaire was pretty good for the Chiefs. Uh, Daryl Henderson was back after missing week three and played pretty well and got a, a decent amount of work, so that's encouraging. Yeah, you got to be happy about that. Yeah. But, yeah, otherwise, not, not a great week for Tim. Just, like, a bunch of pretty good players haven't been having great years. Even somebody like Devin Singletary, you know, we, we mentioned that Zach Moss has been getting a lot of work in, in blowouts that the Bills have been winning, but that, you know, is a negative for Devin Singletary, the lead back in that offense. You know, he's been getting 12 touches a game, but doesn't get a bunch of the goal line work because Zach Moss comes in. So it's been a little bit hit or miss for Singletary. The, looking at Tim's team, because I, I feel bad, because I feel like Tim's not going to be like as active of an owner this year because his team's going to be bad. And this this is partially why I know this will never happen, but I want our league to do Dynasty because I think it would be fun to see... like there still be activity like because tim's probably not gonna pay that close of attention uh he's like and and by that close i mean like making like a bunch of trades and stuff kind of like the boat i'm in yeah uh but like if this was dynasty tim could still try to be strategic and like trade trade guys for like picks next year you know yeah try to kind of treat it like a real team it'd be kind of fun yeah well I, I trust him to give a shit for another couple weeks at least. You know, if you can get your team up to two and four, like you've got a shot, you know. But it's got to. Well, you have now. a shot. You have a shot at two and six. It's got to start now, you know. Like it's got to start pretty soon. So, I guess we do have that. We do have that extra week this year too. Yeah, it gives you a little bit more time. Um, you know, maybe a, a big waiver guy comes up next week or something, and, and Tim will have a top pick. So we'll see. We'll see. Well, that's. Well, that's the thing. Uh, Nick has – well, no, nah, Nick's not going to pick anyone up, though. Yeah, Nick Nick seems pretty incommunicado this year. So we can talk about that when we get to uh, your game. But, yeah. Yeah. All right, we want to move on? Yeah. Uh, let's let's do my game first because you won sure. yours. We'll finish with that. Oh, that sounds good. End on a high note. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, so my game against Tom, uh, Tom won it 89 to 78. Tom is undefeated, 4 0. I fell in 2 and 2. Man, Ben, going into Monday night, I thought I had this one in the bag. I was going to be 3 and 1, riding high, and it just it didn't work out at all. <laughs> Not was, even close. Yeah, coming into Monday night, I was down 16. I had Derek Carr and Mike Williams against Tom's Hunter Renfro. And I figured, you know, even if like the Raiders' offense isn't great, like so long as like you know Carr and Renfro are clearly tied together, and Williams is going to score his points, so I'll be fine either way. And uh, that didn't happen at all. <laughs> the Raiders, <laughs> the Raiders' offense was very bad, uh, so that hurt Carr. But then Renfro was like caught one of the touchdowns that that Carr threw. He only threw two two touchdowns, so. Renfro got one of them, and, and that was pretty much when it was over. Plus, Mike Williams had 11 yards. A big come down for him after he was, like, wide receiver two in the first three weeks of the season. So, um, yeah. That's a tough – that's a tough – um, that's a tough week to – like, you go into Monday night thinking, like, oh, I'm good. and Yeah, it was kind of a, a tough, weird – That's a tough way to lose. It was a weird game, a, a weird fantasy game in general because um, – Tom Tom had a number of guys who just performed in like unexpected ways. I would say like I, I was so ready to get crushed by like the Derrick Henry Chris Carson combo. They, they were both playing in the late window, or, or no Henry just bled into the late window. I guess he was playing in the early one. But like um, the Titans this week had no healthy wide receivers. Like both AJ Brown and Julio Jones were out. I was like, well Derrick Henry is going to score forty five points. Uh, <laughs> he's going to score like four touchdowns. The Jets held him to 24, <laughs> which is as good as I could have hoped for, I feel like. It was yeah. still 24 points. Um, but then Chris Carson comes in, you know, also also a, a great running back for Tom's team and only scores three in his game. So I'm like, oh, maybe I got a shot here. And then, yeah, other weird things kept happening. Like, weird guys kept on having terrible weeks on both of our teams. Um, I guess let, let's talk about Tom, um, the remainder of Tom's team here. Uh, well, I, I was just going to say, I clicked on Hunter Renfro's thing, and apparently Hunter Renfro trucked a guy on a punt, or on a fake on a fake punt. Love it. Apparently, apparently he just, like, hit, it says, the headline is, Renfro turns in 645-1 and hit stick on punt team. Love it. Love it. Yeah, that's kind of funny. Um, I'm sure the commentators had a field day with that. <laughs> Every, everybody loves Hunter Renfro, right? <laughs> um, Kenny Galladay, well, uh, he he can't, he he hasn't really he's had kind of a quiet year up until now. Yeah, I don't think we've 116 about yards. Kenny Galladay like literally even once on this podcast. So he's on the Giants now, um, but yeah, 116 yards. I mean, that Giants passing offense has actually been pretty good. Like Daniel Jones has been thrown for some yardage. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it could be error trending upwards for Galladay as he gets a little more comfortable in the offense and with Jones. So, should I pick up Jones or Darnold? I don't know, man. Just tell me. I think it depends on the matchup, but that's fair. Who do they have next week? Uh, Giants um, have Giants have Dallas. Ooh, that could be a shootout. Yeah, it could be. I'm gonna pick up Jones. Um, Tom also had kind of subpar weeks. Like Chris Godwin only had. 55 yards, kind of a down week for him. Tom started Christian Clark, uh, or Christian Kirk, excuse me, uh, only had five mm-hmm. yards. I, I felt pretty lucky that he chose to start Kirk instead of Deontay Johnson, who scored 15. Of course, it didn't end up yeah. mattering. Tom got the win anyways, but uh, 
that would have made it a lot a lot safer. I guess both of us had a guy we left on our bench who, if starting, could have uh, scored us a lot more points. I had James Conner on the bench again, and he scored two touchdowns again this week. So that kind of week. You got yeah. anything else with Tom's team, Ben? Not really, but I just got very confused because I looked at Tom team and I saw T. Williams in the IR, and I thought it was I thought I was like I thought Evan had Tyson Williams. I didn't know he was hurt. Nope. But then it's a different it's a different T Williams. Tyrell Williams. Um cool. anyway, no, I don't have anything else for Tom. We wanna to talk about your team? Uh yeah, I guess. Yeah. Bad week for Mike Williams. Um that was kind of rough to see. You know you obviously weren't expecting him to do what he did the first three weeks, every week of the season, but having eleven yards it's like right back down to earth. So yeah, man, is is Christian Kirk the only guy on the cards who didn't score a crap ton of points this week? Yeah, basically. James Conner had, because yeah. James Conner, James Conner had fifty and two touchdowns, and Edmonds, Edmonds had a bunch of points too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in games where they score a ton of points, like both those running backs can do pretty well because they tend to give it to Conner on the goal line, but they give Edmonds a bunch of run between the 20s so like yeah there's definitely points to go around yeah. and if they and if they run a passing play near the goal line I assume Edmonds is probably in there yeah like in the red zone yeah 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 man that offense get a piece of it yeah um I'm pretty um, stoked about James Robinson looking like he's the lead back again the first couple of weeks were pretty concerning for him he looked like he was not very involved there and I mean the offense isn't very good to begin with but yeah, last couple weeks he's had 19 points in both of them, and he's back to getting 15, 18 carries, scoring touchdowns. So that's that's good for sure. Um, <laughs> well, when did um didn't didn't uh, oh no Etienne got hurt before the season started? Yeah, yeah, Etienne's out for the year. Um, yeah, I guess we, we we teased earlier the the Ravens running back situation, uh, and yeah, looking at Tyson Williams on my bench, as good a time as any to bring it up. So yeah, like Tyson Williams coming into the year. All right, I guess coming into week one, it was like, everyone else is hurt. It's Tyson Williams' time to shine. Uh, but I kind of knew that the clock was ticking. You know, they signed three veteran running backs who had all been pro bowlers in their prime. And it's like, well, they wouldn't be signing three of them if they really wanted Tyson Williams to play. And he lasted he lasted two and a half weeks as, as the running back on their team. Uh, and then they scratched him in week four. So... I think I'm going to hold on to him for another week or two as long as I, like, have a roster spot that I'm not, not, like, dying to use on somebody else just to see if, like, well, maybe they decide that he's a better running back than they think or, like, he starts blocking better in practice or, like, whatever it is that they need to see from him because, like, he he's better than these other guys. <laughs> like all these As a guys, runner. Yeah, as a runner at least, yeah. It, yeah. It's always hard for me to say, like, not watching the games closely, like, whether he's a good receiving back or, like, whether he's good at blocking or whatever. Like he's probably yeah. not, which is probably why they're trusting other guys. Yeah. But like he's yeah, you got to imagine because he averaged like six six yards a carry or something. Right. Yeah. Like right, right now, six point one yards per carry. It's like none of these other guys are doing that. Like their their rushing game hasn't been very good outside of Tyson Williams. So I don't know. Maybe he'll be back at some point later in the year, getting a bunch of carries, or maybe he won't be, and I'll just cut him in two weeks. But like That's I right. drafted him in the 13th round so like he's already exceeded what you normally get out of a 13th round pick you know, yeah that's true he scored 15 points in the week that i started him so like that's that's enough you know uh hoping for more but yeah and this might be a good segue yes are, are we are we good Do for it. your Do team it. 
So my team, what Evans is, what Evan, what is Evans' loss is my gain because Tyson Williams is no longer the starter, but Latavius Murray has risen from the dead. I will say, at least I love Latavius Murray. Like I think he's a really good player. Um, so I'm not, I'm not sad that like Tyson Williams is missing out to Murray. If it were like Lev Bell being the number one guy, or like Devontae fucking Freeman being the number one guy, then I would be like kind of pissed off. But at least it's Latavius Murray. Like he's my boy. So. Um, I think you and I can both share in our uh, rip rip the Nick Nick Westbrook Akin stream. Yeah, well, so I was I really hoping. I didn't actually. I was really hoping for that. Other league. I thought about. Oh, it. you bitch! I didn't do it. Um, <laughs> you I, said I you were going to. I guess I started Cole Beasley instead, and he scored less than this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we mentioned that I guess the all of the Titans wide receivers were injured. So this guy Nick Westbrook Akina. Uh, was starting for them. He, he had a pretty good week three, but yeah, yeah week four, 29 yeah. yards. I think uh, I think you can safely release him onto the waiver wire again, Ben. Well, well, especially because I traded for his brethren, Julio. Yeah, good point. Good point. Um, also, uh, uh, yeah, but yeah, over. I guess to to go back to more general, uh, I I got I managed to get my first dub of the season. Pretty glad to have that monkey yeah, off the it's back. Feel good. Yeah, I, I, I would I do not want to be owned for. That's just a bad place to be. You don't want to be especially there. Especially going up against another winless team at the time. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Now. yeah. Oh, I was nervous because also Nick hasn't made any moves this year. Right. And right. also left Gronk in his starting lineup. Exactly. Even though he was out. And like this would have been if I had lost this game, like I, I, I am still kind of paying normally close attention. Like I like I'm doing waivers, you know. I'm I'm paying attention. If I had lost this game to Nick, where Nick is 0 3, not making literally any moves, and leaves Gronk in there hurt, and I like I was so nervous going into last night when I I, I meant to, I was playing in an adult league rec soccer game last night, and I and I meant to at halftime check my phone and see if uh, Jacobs was. Uh, inactive or not and to swap out barber for uh jared cook Uh if 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 jacobs was out but i forgot and i left barber in there in the flex and i was so nervous that uh kind of like yours i mean it's very similar to your situation like i went into that game i was like oh yeah barber and waller i'm good yeah but it was ended up being very close and if i had lost this game i i would have i would have thrown in the towel easily (laughs) that would that would have really hurt my morale to yeah. to lose to an 0 and three, not made any moves yet. Nick team. Yeah, that would have been that would have been so that would have been tough. Yeah, I mean, so Tyree Tyree save your bacon. Oh yeah, thirty six point six points, one hundred and eighty six yards and three TDs. Uh, it's been kind of a roller coaster year for Hill. He's had like two insane weeks and, and two bad ones. So, I mean, I, I'm gonna guess it's gonna be more of these in the future and, and less of the you know three and five point games but i and i love this pump it right into my veins is it going to be a two point week for tyreek or a 36 (laughs) i just pump that right into my veins that is everything i need uh man that's it's such a good high um hey you got to be feeling pretty good about trey sermon yes thank you evan man you are evan you just know how to butter me up um (laughs) And it, yeah, Trey Sermon, 89 yards. I'm pretty happy about that. 19 carries. Yeah. Um, 
I'm 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 happy. The the Niners. We've come a long way since uh, healthy scratch. You just needed for, uh... everyone else to get injured. <laughs> yeah, it's perfect. Um. Yeah, man. I yeah, and and uh, I don't think I didn't watch this game, but it didn't seem like it was great game script for Sermon either. Yeah, they they were they were down most of the game. Uh, although not necessarily down by like enough where they had to pass. I think also with Trey Lance coming in, they they didn't want to go like whole hog like passing every down kind of thing. That's fair. Uh, but yeah, I mean, 19 carries, that's, uh, that'll do, you know? Yeah. I'm just nervous about when Elijah Mitchell comes back, if it's going to be kind of a, oh yeah, I'm a sure timeshare. Like, who knows who's going to have value then, you know? It's, that's how the yeah. Niners always are when people are healthy, at least. Would almost rather Sermon just, like, roll his ankle or something so he's out for a couple weeks, and then I just know to bench him. Yeah. Perfect. Um, anyway... Yeah, got a good week from Waller. Got an okay week from Sutton. Um, Waller kind of saved it for the end, though. I was getting a little nervous. Yeah, he's uh, well, he, he scored a touchdown in like the third quarter, right? And that was uh, that was what put you over the top. So. Something like that. Yeah, I was pretty tight butthole for and a you while. Only won by five points. So yeah, without that touchdown, it would have been no bueno. But. Right. Um, rest in peace, Sony. Um, I thought. <laughs> I thought with Henderson getting hurt, maybe it would open a door for Sony, but I'm gonna I'm gonna drop Sony this week, and I I was I was definitely gonna drop JD McKissick, but then he randomly got this touchdown right at the end, so I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if I'm gonna drop JD McKissick, but he 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 I guess he got 12 touches. This this I need to watch some a football team. They sound like a, it sounds like a ride watching <laughs> their, this team. Their game was pretty wild last week. Yeah, they they played in a few pretty crazy games it seems like so yeah yeah um but yeah no, I, I i'm really encouraged by darnell mooney i want to say that's a pretty big uh yeah pretty big break for me um it looks like i mean i i wanted to start mooney but after the nine sack fiasco last week yeah. i was like i was like prove it first and i saw they were playing the lions i was like maybe there's a scenario where mooney is good but i was like fool me once shame on you I wasn't gonna start Mooney again this week, and uh, I'm I, I'm hopeful that they uh, the Fields Mooney connection. I'm 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 hopeful. The, we're, we're we're seeing some good. Uh, the rookie quarterbacks had a slow start to the year, but um, Trey Lance, Justin Fields, right? That, I mean, didn't the Jets the Jets got a win this week, right? Won. Yeah, Zach Wilson, Zach, maybe <laughs> Zach Wilson. Um, the, the rookie quarterbacks had a, had a good showing this week. Right. Mac, jo- Mac Jones, like, Mac Jones he, has been he, real life good. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, Mac Jones didn't, uh, they didn't quite beat Tampa, but Mac Jones gave, gave Tampa everything they could handle. Right. Um, good week, good week for the rookie quarterback class. Um, anyway, yep. Traded for Julio. Rip Robbie. I love Robbie. I, I want to take one second. I know this podcast is running a little long this episode, but I just want to take a second and um, just give a formal statement to to Robbie. I, I just I wholeheartedly appreciate um, everything Robbie has given to my team. Um, me and Robbie, we've we've had a, a working relationship for a long time. You guys go way back. Yeah, yeah, no, we we've I I love having that guy in my locker room. There's not a, a there's not a better role model you could have for the younger guys. Than, than a guy like Robbie, um, a guy who, who once told a uh, police officer that he was going to go to his house and bang his wife. Um, 
There's there. I I, I love I, today is a sad day for for um engine number one. Um, you hate to part with guys that that mean that much to you, but at the end of the day, we do know that this is a business, and sometimes that means making making tough decisions and putting kind of personal affinities to 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 the side. Yeah. Um, and that and, and I had to. The team was zero and three going into the week. I had to. I feel like I had to shake the tree a little bit, you know, get some new blood into the locker room, and, and it paid dividends this week. So, right. um, I wish Robbie nothing but the best um, in his future. Just not when I, not when I play Henry's team. Right. All right. Uh, let's talk about Nick's team then, and, uh, and wrap it up. Yeah. Um, like we said, it seems like Nick has probably not touched his team all year, so that leaves him with a few like pretty big holes in the lineup. Um, I mean, the most obvious one being Gronk is hurt, and it seems like he's gonna miss like. A few weeks. Um, oh yeah, punctured punctured lung, right? Yeah, fractured yeah. ribs and punctured lung. It's not a good thing. Uh, so yeah, yeah, he's gonna miss a few weeks, and that's a zero in the tight end spot if he doesn't replace him. What? Um, he's also. And got you said three. Montgomery. They thought he was gonna tear his ACL, right? Right. So Montgomery is listed as doubtful for this week, even though he did not tear his ACL. But it says here that he's gonna miss four to five weeks. Um, their bye week is week ten, so it, that certainly sounds to me like he's not gonna be back until week eleven. Um, yeah, if you're, you're already 0 and 4 if you're Nick, and and like the two guys who have been pretty good on your team, like Gronk was great when he was playing, and, and Montgomery has been yeah um, pretty good this year, and those two guys being out for the foreseeable future, like that's tough. Well, who who plays Nick the next um, two three weeks? I, I play um, him this week. <laughs> so yeah, so you got him this week. That's lucky for you. He's not. Yeah. He's definitely not going to change his lineup by then. Yeah. Um, I mean, because Nick's not even updating his lineup at this point. Right. Um, yeah. That's kind of a big development. Plus, like, um, he's starting Baker Mayfield at quarterback, and, like, Baker right. Mayfield should not be owned in this league. Like, he hasn't yeah. cracked 18 points in any games this year. Like, he just has zero upside. He has two passing touchdowns the whole season. Right. If you know, if you get Nick in the next three weeks, like, you have him this week. Um, week six, Quinn has him. And I'm just going to look at week seven just to get the next three um, on deck in the hole. Um, Tim, Tim could get his first win if if Nick if Nick is still not paying attention. Week seven, he's got to match up with Tim. So yeah, I mean, at at this point, given given the injuries and everything, like even if Nick does start paying attention and setting his lineup, like he's still a fairly easy mark. Like he, you know, obviously he's still got Alvin Kamara and Terry McLaurin, you know, who who have both been pretty good this season. But you know. Two studs yeah. and a bunch of not very good players. You know, that's not going to... Man, what happened to Gaskin this week? Yeah, Gaskin. I haven't been in the other league. And... So part of it was just like the Dolphins were behind the whole game and they didn't run very much. But yeah, Gaskin, okay. looked, like, he wasn't used at all. It was it was pretty concerning. So And they get the Bucks next week. That's rough. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So, I mean, if Nick... You're, dude, if you don't beat... Get, right. the, the Dolphins have the butt. Gaskin's going to score. Like, if Nick doesn't change his lineup, like, I better win that game. <laughs> you know. Um. Yeah, dude. You, 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 this is a must win for you. Yeah. If I've ever seen one. Um. Who does Indianapolis have? Baltimore? Monday night? Yeah. All right. Anyway. So, that this was fun. I enjoyed this episode. Yeah. I mean, for you, yeah, it's always good to record after a win, you know. That's fair. That's true. Sorry, that was a tough loss for you, Evan. I mean, um, even I'm like, I'm feeling pretty good about my team still. So even I'm, uh, you know, looking up. So. Yeah. Um. 
Yeah, I don't have much else to say. I, Nick is gonna start becoming. He's 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 closely approaching Tony territory where yeah. um we 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 don't talk about him because he's not paying attention. Right. Um, because he hasn't made any moves or isn't updating his lineup. So we'll we'll talk about him like like via like proxy by talking about like who he is playing and you know like who if he's not updating his lineup like who does he play next week but probably not going to talk about Nick proper too much if he uh doesn't get his act together yeah so um yeah anyway uh do you want to wrap this up yeah let's get out of here all right clear eyes full hearts can't Can't lose. lose